Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Digitama Castery, a name that I put out there and no one contested, so I guess that's what we're going with, uh, for now at least. Uh, this is a new thing where myself and several of the moderators from the Digitama Hatchery server are going to talk about random Digimon stuff. So with me today, also this is Humulos, I guess, I'll tell you that right now in case uh, that wasn't clear. Let's go around the room, introduce you to, um, who's here. So we have with us Flurp. Hello, I am a Purple Flurp, or Flurp. I am a admin in the Hatchery server, and uh, yeah, I like Pogumon a whole lot. Pogumon is the best Agumon. All right, we also have with us Ao Geeks. Hey everybody, this is Ao Geeks, or Ao, or Geeks. I am a moderator with the Hatchery. Um, I like to think of myself as the cranky granny. Um, and my favorite Digimon is Wizardmon. All right, and then we have Betamon. Hey, I'm Betamon, or Beta. Um, I bet you cannot guess what my favorite Digimon is, but um, yeah, I'm also a mod. That's that's about it. And last but not least is Vince. Howdy. Yep, I'm Vince. My favorite Digimon is, I can't think of it off the top of my head right now, probably one of them. Um, and believe it or not, I am also a moderator. I know, that's pretty crazy, right? All of us are moderators. How about that? So we've got topics to discuss today. And the first Digimon-related topic, of course, is very, very exciting, which is that our girl Sora has been announced to be in Smash Bros., Hell so yeah. I want to hear some thoughts about this. So my, my first question is, are we looking at a Pokemon trainer situation where she's fighting with Biomon, or is she herself fighting? Did we see that in the direct at all? I think what ends up happening is she loads into the screen, but then gets immediately replaced with Taichi. Oh, yeah. That oh, that makes oh, sense. No. They're going for 2020 yeah, yeah. instead. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So uh, Agumon didn't make it into Smash, but I guess that's the uh, next best thing, right? Yeah, that's how they sneak them in there. They sneak it in there. So, yeah, that's super exciting. And we are definitely not going to clarify that any further than we have already done. <laughs> so, moving on <laughs> to the next subject. Um, we have V-Pets. So, I am right now wearing a Digivice V. And actually, Tobiumon is sleeping. Let's wake up Tobiumon so he can be part of this. Um, oh, and he wants to jog us already. So, okay. Tobiomon's going to jog us with Weezermon, so we'll let that happen while I'm talking about this. <laughs> but the important thing is that I'm actually at that point where I just was willing to even go far enough to have two Digimon to jog us together, which I was not ever willing to do that on the Vital Bracelet because I didn't enjoy the Vital Bracelet. So um, the several other of us have the Digivice V already. What are we thinking about it? How do we like it compared to the original? Uh, I actually enjoy running mine, which is... Uh pretty different from the VB after a certain point. Like I, I ran it a decent amount and then I was like, wow, I don't want this thing on my wrist anymore. So I just stopped. Um, but this one I could, I, could, I could see myself wearing for a decent amount of time just because it's a lot easier and more convenient and I don't lose vital values by wearing it. Yeah, like I actually can run mine for like the first time properly. Cause like when I run a normal VPET, my sleep doesn't line up. So I have the clock change to God knows what time. But when it was the VB, the original VB, just it felt so wrong, like having the time on my wrist being incorrect all the time and constantly changing it, constantly losing the steps. So now that that's just not a worry with the sleep mode, it's just like, it just feels nice to be able to run it like properly, you know? That was a, a something I saw for the V, the, the v which I, I don't have one yet, but I plan to get one. So is the, the vital decrease while you're wearing it just basically negligent? Negligent? Uh, not important. It's, yeah, 
it like it doesn't check for your like heart rate anymore it just checks for proximity as far as i'm aware anyway oh is that how it works that's awesome that's way better <laughs> so the funny thing about it is that the the changes they made it made it so that not only do you not lose vital values while just sitting there doing nothing you gain them the whole time yeah. <laughs> which is uh absolutely insane so i'll be sitting there and like i got to i get oh Marine Chimeramon's here. I forgot that that was happening. That's cool. I just looked down and didn't expect to see him. <laughs> um, but my vital values, I'll get like 700 a day just doing nothing, which I know that's like the point is to be active. And I'd obviously have to work harder if I wanted something that required more vital values. But at the very least, this means if I did work hard and then continue to do my job, which is at a desk, I don't have to worry about losing all the work that I did, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I gained like 2000 just by doing my desk job. Just I just sit there all day and the guys, the animation on the watch has the Digimon running the entire time. Yeah, so it's true. You, you never <laughs> I can see only it imagine still. that that was, yeah, that was, I'm, I can only imagine that was some kind of oversight. I did actually but, uh, see from uh, some of the people who've been working on some of the weird behind the scenes taking apart the VB at a firmware level saying they basically yet yeah, removed how they track when it's walking animation is going. It used to be if you have a certain amount of vital points within like a minute or three minutes, and then it had to be like 60 or more. And they basically took out the 60 or more requirement. So it's kind of always walking if you're wearing it. Yeah, it's now one. One is the requirement. Every three minutes is what you have to do to in order to make it walk. So if you're just standing perfectly still, you may someday see that rare idle animation. I I do sometimes. Yeah, I'll see uh, I'll see the, uh, the, uh, the either the the sun or the cloud, depending on random chance, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it is absolutely a nice change of pace. Like, I definitely think that this is... It sucks for those that buy in March, the original version, or those who... It sucks more for the people who ordered off Premium Bandai US and haven't even gotten it yet, and there's already oh, a better yeah. version out, so... Has those still not shipped? Yeah, the sec the first batch I'm pretty sure shipped. It's the second batch that we're still waiting on. And so they got delayed as well, didn't they? They wild. were supposed to ship, like, yes. this month, and they got delayed. Yeah, they're not coming out till November now, which is... That's wild. Yeah. Maybe we should just make a blanket statement, like, don't order from P Bandai US, because they're like a bajillion better options. Like, I ordered I ordered the the Digivice V last Sunday, and it got here Tuesday. Where'd you get that from? So it's like, Amazon. Oh. Amazon Japan. I think the thing with P Bandai so, US, though, was they had the version special in stock, which was like a big draw for people, since those were like, scalped um, to oblivion, so... Yeah, and it had the Ancient Warriors, yeah. right? Yeah, makes Which sense. somehow still hasn't been re-released, but whatever. Like, yeah, it's a special it's edition, Humulus. They edition. have to stay valuable. Yeah. Disgusting. My collectability. <laughs> yeah, it's like the reserved list. I that crap. For <laughs> I say I hate that crap as if I'm not also ordering all this crap, too. Like, I've got the <laughs> I've got the MetaWatch coming next week. Well, oh, is that next probably. week? Yeah, it's uh, the MetaWatch itself releases on the 12th, and then the DIM by itself releases on the 18th, so... Um, oh, I'll heck yeah. I obviously ordered the watch because MetaBots is amazing, and nice. it's a quality franchise. Yeah, I have just the DIM coming, so... so. Yeah, I'm going to force you to show that to me. And... Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm going to be wearing that to Universal, obviously. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop myself from... I had to like stop myself from watching the show because I knew I'd probably like it and then right. want the watch, but I wasn't ready to spend that much money on it. Yeah, if, if it were any cheaper, I probably would have just jumped right on it because I, I loved the show as a kid. Yeah. And But $200 is just... The, the hard part much. is it's 200 and it, it like doesn't do a whole lot. 
It's yeah. just like a cosplay piece. Which is like, yeah, sure, like digivices are like that too. And um I I've I, I definitely paid like around that much for like a, a digivice, which literally just sits on my shelf. But I don't know. Something's there was something a little bit different about the the watch. So overall, it sounds like everyone's a lot happier than Digivice V. Um, For sure. I, know I absolutely am. I think this is a great step in the right direction. I don't think it fixes every single one of my problems. Um, there's obviously still a few things that I wish were better about it, but it's at least fun now, which I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> for a toy to be fun. Um, I also found it interesting. I know when this came out, a lot of people were like, well, this thing's targeted to kids, right? This is just the thing for kids. But we recently had Bandai come out and say on the last Diginavi that they're like, oh yeah, most of the people playing with this thing are like men in their late 20s and 30s. So yeah, right. that's <laughs> uh, probably, they're probably changing their direction on that a little bit now to try to claim that it's for kids in any way, shape or form. Like even from the beginning, they had like a full grown man in the advertisements. Yeah, running. I'm just gonna say, yeah, they had like a couple dudes running. Right. I know that the little um, animations they made always featured like, you know, Japanese school children, but like otherwise it's definitely something that I think would be more enjoyed by like longtime Digimon fans. And they're recognizing that. <laughs> I am looking forward to see what else they do with that. Because yeah, this is a huge step in the right direction. They've tailored it to people with office jobs, which it's like, yes, thank you. <laughs> and kids definitely don't, kids don't have office jobs as far as I'm aware. So they, they do sit in a, they do sit in desks all day though so maybe but they're they're running a lot more they're than not I allowed am. to take these to school <laughs> that's true they'll get them confiscated yeah. all right so that's the digivice v very good stuff so obviously that came out alongside a special wonderful new anime that we have to talk about now that our favorite anime of all time is over it's been <laughs> passed over to a new series with completely new characters and it's definitely a safe statement to say that people had very high expectations for this coming out of Digimon Adventure Colon because of our various strong feelings towards that show. So we really wanted to see Digimon have something really good put out, something yeah. really amazing with all new characters because we are sick of Taichi. We are sick of the rest of them. We want to see something new. So what do we think uh, about this new anime? A really, Actually, really great start. Yeah. It's a... Uh... It started really strong, and I went in with my expectations pretty low, honestly, coming from 2020, because I was, I was very much not thrilled with that, and I was like, okay, I guess this is just Digimon now. This is what Digimon is in, uh, in the in 2020, and then when when Ghost Game came out, I was like, okay, I won't cap my expectations too high because I don't want to be disappointed, um, but it really uh, it blew me away, honestly with uh, the level of detail that they that they put in there and the quality jump from 2020. So I enjoyed it a decent amount. Yeah, I was actually thinking back to when I watched the first episode of the reboot and the first episode of Ghost Game. And I remember with the first episode of the reboot, I was just kind of like in awe because they kind of just showed all of these things when they went to the, you know, early on with the digital world and building this lore but then it just kind of fell flat. Like it was all like show with nothing, with no substance. But this feels like it's going to be like a, a slow build and actually be something that's really good. I think a big part yeah. of that is that 2020 started with the stakes so high at the beginning. Um, 
and they were like borrowed stakes, right? Like they were, it was from our war game, like the the main um, the main hook is like, oh, Tokyo's gonna get nuked. So from there, <laughs> you can't really go too many places and have it be like similar in terms of the stakes. But I think Ghost Game, it kept the stakes high, but it didn't keep them like nuke high, if that makes sense. It's uh yeah, it's not world-ending scenario. It's just like oh, like there's two or three people that are gonna die. Yeah, exactly. Like, like this which is... is obviously a solid stake. It's just not a yeah. Like, two or three, not five million. I think it's because conceptually it just, it just really, um, it's chilling, so it's effective. I think a lot of stakes in like the start of 2020 as well were like so reliant on sort of that fan service, like oh my god this is like stuff we've seen before and like it was so hyped then so it's hyped now, whereas Ghost Games kind of like, it's built that sort of, those stakes and those, in that first episode on its own accord, like it's something new and it's very clearly something new. And it's just, it's just nice to see them go in that direction. It's, I cannot wait to see like where they go f from here. Cause it just feels like there's so much more potential with this than there was at the start of 2020 where you knew like, okay, well it's gonna have these specific beats with these characters. Which yeah, that's great. Cause it really does set good expectations for the show to be what it's gonna be about. So, you know, the episodes come in, there's gonna be an enemy Digimon. It's gonna do something that's going to harm people and the kids are gonna have to figure out a way to get around it all that in 2020 by the end of the second or third episode i forget which one it was you have omegamon who has just saved the world from a nuke yeah and it's like, where the crap do you go from there right. like what is next after that sort of thing like here it's like they put it out really well so you know exactly what to expect from the show and i'm sure it's still going to be surprises along the way and uh, different things pop up they've put in an air of mystery with that whole uh Goose gamamon appearance showing up there so yeah, I think the uh, it did a much better job of setting things up this time. I definitely didn't hate it very much, but I think it still <laughs> has to. Very much. Uh, <laughs> it was it was it was fine. I think it, I, I'm going to give it some more episodes. Um, I think it was like it's so far different from anything Digimon, which is a good thing that I need to like have it sell itself to me still. Because I enjoyed the first episode, but it's like, why is it? Why is it even Clockmon or Digimon if it's just so, you know, completely different? It feels like they're kind of taking something and putting the Digimon IP in it versus making something from the Digimon IP. But that, I mean, that's just, it's the first episode. I want to see how it connects together. There's the whole stuff with the dad, which you get isekai away, so it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. But yeah, I thought it was, it was, it was, it was fine. I think, uh, I think a lot of Digimon in general is kind of reinventing itself with each new iteration. I think something like Digimon Savers, where on the face of it, it's like, what? This is just a cop show, but they put Digimon in it. That could kind of be um, said the same kind of thing. So I think, and, and like even like the video games, like Hacker's Memory, like, oh, this is just a detective story with Digimon in it. I think I think it's, it's, it's very much on brand for Digimon to create something like this and have Digimon involved with it. Um, and it'll create something completely different. So I guess that was what was missing with 2020, which is we've seen that story before. We've seen these characters before. But mm. with Ghost Game, yeah. it's like, this concept hasn't been uh, explored. So it's, um, it's, it's novel and it's interesting. And I definitely see where you're coming from with it. But I think at the so same the, time. 
I'm excited. One to... of the problems too is I keep thinking ghost stories. Oh, and that's one of the best dubs of all time. You can't beat. Exactly. So it's going to be a hard how, bar to pass. How could it stack up? How could it possibly stack up to the brilliant, uh, the brilliant writing? Because it's the same formula, right? They're going around finding yokai, doing yokai stuff. Exactly. Exactly the same, same show. Yes. It's a copy. <laughs> well, and it's interesting because the logo ghost game is, you know the obvious that's the pull to because it's the biggest part and then it's you know digimon so it's almost like they're wanting to pull people in for the ghost like the spooky aspect and it's like oh this is digimon as well like i remember that and then get people into digimon as you know as a second thing like get them in the door first with the ghost part and then it's like digimon oh yeah and then we can expand from there yeah. releasing Trojan in october Morrison, yeah. releasing in october good decision yeah, yeah. <laughs> ghosts every kid loves ghosts that's the uh, classic thing that is for sure i say the the one thing that i really liked um compared to other series so far is just the fact that i feel like we've already gotten to know the characters at least a little bit mm. and i say that in purely in comparison to colon where like we did have some time with Taichi and Koshiro, like right at the beginning where they're just kind of talking, but they're at that point where they just met each other and they're being overly nice, which it turns out Taichi just is overly nice 100% of the time anyway, so that turned out to be his character. But in this case, we're seeing um, Hiro interact with different people in different ways and having his own personality. He's got an established character already. He feels like more of an actual person than characters in the previous series did. and. I am definitely looking forward to seeing more of that. He's obviously not just a uh, a Nick Jr. type character like we've seen before. He, he was definitely a lot better of a main protagonist of just like, he's not always happy-go-lucky, let's fix every problem. It's like, mm -hmm. he just had a personality and he, they did a good job of showing not telling with a few things, like him lockpicking a door. You wouldn't expect him yeah, to be Yeah, what the heck was up with door. that? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, my dad does stuff sometimes. It's normal. It's like, what did your dad do? You have to lock the door. Do he lock you out? What's going on? I think they did a really good job of, like, so, like something like that shows that he's kind of independent. He's kind of had to um, acquire these skills living on his own at this point because his, both his parents are out of the picture. So he has a lot on his shoulders, and I think that, that shows. And like you said, show, show don't tell, right? He, he's... The way he interacts with people is um, kind of conveys that as well. Like with his friend, he's kind of uh, spoon feeding his friend uh, help. He's like he feel he like he feels like he has to be responsible to some degree. So I think that's a that's a really good dimension for his character, and especially introducing Gammon to the picture. This might be a little bit too much responsibility. So maybe that's what triggers the dark evolution. Mm -hmm. I will say they made Gammon way too adorable. I know. Yeah. It's too <laughs> and they've they got a good voice for him too. I do like the voice. It's, gosh, it's too cute. And let's not forget it's 2021. Goggles are canceled. <laughs> True. <laughs> Goggles are like time. And now it's all about millions of charms and hand wraps. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> right. He's and my favorite character. Here. He's my favorite character so far. I feel like I'm gonna love how he how he is portrayed. It's just so goofy and so fun. I think it's a good uh, contrast to Hero as well, who seems to be a bit more serious of a protagonist, which is something we don't really see too much with Digimon. Usually our protagonist is full of energy, full go get him, so it's a cool change of pace. I definitely was not expecting, I, I forget the secondary protagonist's name, but I was not expecting him to be the way that he is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, see the, you saw the initial art and everyone's like, okay, there's the mat, got it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, 
No, like I, I was expecting a matter Toma like character, but we just got like an actual like he's almost like almost like early Joe. Ken, but with yeah, but yes, with the like person actual personality of Joe. Like he puts on a front like he's a Ken, but he's truly a Joe. So I'm in I'm enjoying him so far. I haven't seen enough of the girl yet to really say much about her. She seems like she'll be fun. She seems like she's like super enthusiastic about all this crap and is probably the type of character who's been going around with Angoramon for like weeks already killing ghosts she seems playfully bold because like the scene where they she shows like the phone and then she does that big grin with the and, and blushes i think i think the three of them together is going to be a good dynamic yeah i think the fact that they introduced um the characters the way they did in the first episode it opens up a lot of interesting possibilities in the future to showcase more of their characters once they introduce the digimon um which is a big thing that I think Digimon does very well, which is showcase the characters and then showcase how the characters interact with their partners um, to bring out more of their characters. So especially for uh, the, the secondary hand rap character who no one can remember the name. <laughs> Kiyoshiro. Beto, what's his name? Yoshiro. I have no idea. Yoshiro. Yoshiro. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yoshiro. Yoshido. Okay. So um, yeah, so he, 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 he acts a, a certain way right now. But but maybe once uh, once his partner uh, comes on screen, we can we can see him uh, grow, develop, and act differently over time. Which is um, the potential is awesome to think about. I think what's really fun as well is that normally when you watch Digimon, like the later seasons after Adventure, you kind of say like, okay, that's the Tai Chi, that's the Mash, that's the X Y Z. But this time I'm really struggling to think of like one singular character to compare these ones to. Like there's like parts of like older characters in them, but it's it's not like a sort of one-to-one -one formula that I'm so used to expecting from Digimon, which is it's nice. Exactly. Yeah, Hero definitely feels very distinct. Like I yeah, he's very much a unique character. Um, very much a fresh thing to come into Digimon. And uh, I one thing I'm really wondering about is the progression of the show so digimon does this thing normally speaking where they spend like the first 10 to 20 episodes kind of just doing a whole bunch of random crap so in digimon adventure it's just them running around file island in digimon sabers it's them just beating up rogue digimon it's not pretty much the same in tamers too just like running mm -hmm. around finding rogue digimon and beating them up digimon 02 was uh um finding the digimentals and beating the digimon emperor and then like after those points like everything changes in a really big way and I'm, I'm thinking Ghost Game will probably like follow that same kind of formula um, to where we'll see, I don't know, may, will they go to the digital world? Maybe. But the digital world in this one looks like, I don't know, they already said this is the digital world, right? I don't know if that was literally just a hologram or if he was like saying that the digital world is like super parallel to where it can just appear in the real world if you have the right dim card or whatever. But either way, I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. But in the meantime, and this is rare for me, is I'm also looking forward to just seeing these introductory episodes where it's just going to be probably just a random monster of the week. So we got Mummymon coming this one. We'll have some other spooky Digimon next week and um, just seeing what they do. Because like, when when has Clockmon ever been like really well represented in a show? I right. think he appeared in Tamers, but he never had like a chance to shine. He was never really used. And like, I like how he was used in this a lot. Like, He's really, really freaky. Focused. They, they really focused on what made Clockmon unique about his ability to control time and all that. And usually the Digimon come in, they just cause a bunch of damage and do a bunch of crap. And no, this time it's just like him doing his own weird little thing. And I'm really looking forward to seeing more of that. You mentioned something about like the digital world kind of like appearing in the 
in the human world as like a kind of like an adjacent thing. I think that that could be really, really cool as in like kind of like a limbo space, like between our world and virtual, like completely virtual. And just the digital world is like this, this in-between state. And that plays into like the afterlife and like the in-between where ghosts reside. That makes a lot of sense, I think, for the theming of the show. So that... Oh my I... gosh, what if people die and become Digimon? Oh, oh wow. Maybe that's Clockmon. It was a guy who didn't know what time it was, so he died. <laughs> it was a guy who didn't know it perfect. <laughs> yeah, I almost wondered, you know, kind of like you mentioned Humulus, there's that initial arc where they're kind of figuring things out and getting things set up and then everything changes. I was almost wondering, like, are they going to go to the digital world at some point or will, like, the digital world expand, like, into the real world? And I almost wondered, like, we know Hero's dad is okay. Is he going to serve maybe like a Jedi role at some point where he's kind of like giving them advice or leading them or giving them hints? Oh, man. Uh, this show's like kind of dark so far. Maybe his dad is already dead and these messages oh, no. are from beyond oh, the grave. They were pre-recorded. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but we just established when you die, you become a Digimon. Oh, and therefore man. he's already Banjo Leomon. Gammamon's so. his dad. <laughs> No, it's his brother. Well, maybe he just said that to make him feel better. Mm, throw him off the case. Yeah. I think something else that's unique for me watching a Digimon season is like, it's such a minor thing and it might not lead to anything, but the the whole like, the 7G thing and the holograms, it makes me feel like, like normally Digimon has like some sort of elevated technology, but it seems like they're really sort of going all out with that in the real world. It's kind of like a cyber slew type deal. Um, so I'm excited to see more of the, the human world. I feel like that might probably will tie into like whatever is causing Digimon to appear. It has to be connected to that in my mind, but that is that is like one of the coolest parts of each unique season of Digimon is seeing how they handle the digital world and how they decide to have Digimon like exist. Like in uh like in Hacker's Memory Cyber Sleuth. Like they were they're like programs that people kind of use for like daily life or I guess hackers use for, for their daily lives um, versus things that people immediately see, like, oh, that's a living thing. They're more like, oh, that this is a program. They're a tool that gets used. But in reality, they're they're completely different. But yeah, it's 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 going to be neat to see how how they choose to handle that. And I think that's another huge strong point of, of Digimon is once it reinvents itself, all bets are off. Like some things are consistent, like Digimon obviously consistent. Um, how they how they exist might be similar across um, seasons or media, but they they have a chance to do something unique each time. So definitely looking forward to seeing how they handle that. So yeah, overall, I think uh, we're all excited to see where this is going, what's going to happen with it. Um, I'm a bit bummed to have just learned that apparently next week we won't have an episode. That's so we have uh... going to be hell. Yeah. <laughs> this this one week was was rough. I watched it four times. I was like, all right, got to prepare for the uh, the next one. It's so. interesting that the spoiler for the next one doesn't have any of the other characters in it. I mean, it is a quick spoiler, but you think if, if it is showcasing a new person, they would be more in that little preview. Right. But it looked like it was just Hero. That is interesting. Which could I'm be a good curious. thing to give us more time to yeah. kind of figure out his and Gammon's relationship and... That see is, what they do together. That is another huge advantage of having a, uh, a trio versus eight different unique characters. You can really focus on each one and kind of give them each uh, the time that they deserve to get fleshed out. So, Yeah, I feel like Adventure was definitely an exception with that because like 
it, I feel like Adventure really did manage to actually take eight characters, well, seven characters, and uh, flesh them out and make them interesting. Sorry, Hikari, you're still not interesting. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that's not the norm. I, I think Adventure was a rare case where they actually managed to make that work, whereas most shows should focus on a much smaller cast like this. So, yeah, yeah I think that's going to be very much to their benefit to do that. Although we should say, uh, the slacker that Hero is friends with, is he going to get a Digimon partner? Oh, yes, I hope so. I, I hope like so. him a lot. Yeah. He only got three vinyl bracelets, though. Yeah, so they'd have Hello? to make some. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> You'd have to get the, the vinyl bracelet of, like, the, light or something. He ordered the fourth one from P, uh, Bandai US, so it's not here yet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's not kid ourselves. They have to sell more of these things, so more colors incoming. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, Ghost Game, good stuff. We're going to talk about more of the more of that next week talk about the next episode and it's gonna be uh good and it's glad to see where it's going so our last segment of the day uh we are going to now roll the dice and the dice will tell us what we're gonna do this is the digimon of the week so let's just go ahead and uh let's see i gotta pick a random number here so please be a recolor please be a recolor here's a random number 538 538 all right so Digimon number 538 in the database I use for my website is Flair Lizamon. We stand. All right, so uh, we're going to go around. We're going to figure out uh, on a scale of one to five. What do we think about Flair Lizamon? Let's start with uh, AO. Go for it. Um, I really like Flair Lizamon. I think uh, they're pretty cool. Uh I really liked in the nightmare its inclusion in Nightmare Soldiers uh, Pendulum Z, um, and some of the things it could evolve into. I would give it a four. Okay, okay, Beta. How about you? Yeah, I like it a lot. It has a, a cute design while also still having that sort of original Digimon monster sort of feel to it. I think um, I always liked it. I haven't run it yet. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe I should get on that after this. But um, I'd, I'd probably say a four. Four is good too. I can't think of anything to improve it, but it's there. It's cute. I like it. Okay, okay, Vince. So I always used to think of this as like an alternative to work, uh, like Metal Greymon, because it's got, it's got the same metal head. It looks the same. How is it not a form shift of the Metal Greymon? Um, but yeah, I've actually I, I remember having some of the. I'm pretty sure it was a one of the like one of the cards for like hyper coliseum and like the first card game I remember having that and being like this guy's so cool so he will always have a little nostalgia for me because it was uh it was totally on fire metal graymon so yeah like four or five it's pretty cool pretty consistent so far flirt um so my first i actually managed to avoid knowing about this digimon for a really long time um, so I actually only learned that it existed last year when I was watching my friend play one of the really old uh, Digimon card game video games. I saw it exist as a card in that video game and I was like, who is that? And I looked him up and I'm like, this guy slaps hard. So I like him a lot. Um, I, I think he's probably a 3.5 for me though, because I I want to reserve for him. What is this 0.5 crap? I want to reserve. <laughs> Commit. I, the point if, if you get he'd get a four if I knew about him earlier but I don't have the nostalgia factor that Vince has so uh, that knocks off a point five for me but I love his design I love how simple it is but it adds the uh, the metal helmet and the the claws to give it a little bit more color he's like uh, he's like uh, Marimon's weird brother 
I guess. It's Marimon cosplaying is what. Yeah, Marimon cosplaying is a. <laughs> that's Metal Greymon. A lizard man. Yeah, that's a metal exactly. Greymon. That's a Metal Greymon. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, they are pretty close together. They're both flaming Digimon, both good evolutions for Candmon, or in this case, uh, Ghostmon as well. Um, the first appearance of it, if I recall this correctly, would be Digimon World One, where it appeared alongside its filthy recolor of Dark Lizamon, <laughs> and. Which makes you wonder, well, which one's the recolor? Well, they decided which one it was with the Excel because they put a Flare Lizamon on that, not Dark Lizamon. So, Flare Lizamon 1. Should we really be letting the Excel make decisions? Yes, (laughs) that is how I make most of my decisions. It pulls the trigger and the RPM tells him what to do. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, as for my thoughts, uh, uh, it is a very classic design for Digimon. It was in the era when they were still very much following that same kind of aesthetic as the original digital monster and it's good i think between it and marimon i definitely like flare lizamon better because i also like lizards more than i like men so that's uh that's me and yeah i'd definitely give it a four out of five as well it sounds like we uh all very much enjoy flare lizamon yeah he's a cool little guy cool little guy everyone go raise him on your nightmare soldiers pendulum z right now is he on is he on a dim we have no, not yet. Not Someone yet. mentioned no. it yesterday, no. actually. But he should have. He should have been on a volcanic beat. That would have made I know. all the sense. I thought, I thought he was there, but apparently not. He's yeah. He's definitely one of those types that you're just like, okay, yeah, this has to be on the the fire Digimon dim. But yeah. All right. So I think that is everything for this week. So I feel like this was a good first run. Hopefully, those of you listening enjoyed it. Does anyone have any? closing thoughts before we shut this down um not yeah. a lot of fun yeah. i hope to do Just, this again you know subscribe oh yeah sub- subscribe how do you subscribe to a podcast i don't know i don't know anything i was just gonna podcast. say <laughs> it depends yeah, on where you put this say subscribe to the podcast you were digi destined to oh Ooh. there you go if that j- it's a good one perfect i would say if that joke was too much i could have made one that was tamer oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um well if, I, if i've done this correctly i mean I, this should appear on at least Spotify, Apple, and Google podcasts. I don't know what other sources people actually use for podcasts. So YouTube. If uh, oh, it's not going on YouTube. YouTube's not a podcast thing. It doesn't require <laughs> me to make a little graphic with some like bubbles moving slowly in the background as you watch, with like little pulsing things coming out of our portraits. And I don't want to do all that crap. I want to so. see all that. <laughs> yeah, I would too. It sounds beautiful. It would sound professional, but I don't want to do it. That's fair. That is so. fair. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all of you for joining me today. We'll be uh, doing this again, of course, and talking about some more wonderful Digimon topics and some other random stuff as well. So yeah, however subscribing works, make sure to do it. And we will see you all Bye. next time. Bye. 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 See you.